1: Your least favorite moment of the show. I, I've got mine. I'm like ready to roll. Okay. on Mine. I wonder okay. if we're gonna have the same one. Because should we say it on? Should we say it uh, on okay. three? So one, two, three. John down in the eggs. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome back to Bake Off Undressed. My name is Matt, aka Topless Baker. I am a YouTuber. I'm an Instagrammer and a a baker, a self-taught baker, and this week I'm a little bit jet-lagged, I'll be honest, because I just landed from Singapore, and the reason I bring that up is because I was in Singapore at a food festival, and I was teaching a few classes on how to make macarons, and interestingly enough, when I started baking, macarons were one of the first things I ever did, which is quite a, quite a tough initial first bake, and I actually, the first time I ever made them, I got them perfect, perf- nailed them. And then this week, I've been baking for four years now. I totally messed them up. It was a disaster. Like, I was being paid to be in this country making macarons and they, they just did not go well. But it was kind of the equipment. I kind of blame the equipment's fault. But the story of that is I'm, I'm totally self and I still mess things up despite baking for three years. And one of the things that really inspired me to get going with baking and kick this whole topless career off I didn't think I'd be topless all my life, my job, is The Great British Bake Off, which we are here to talk about today on Bake Off undress, and this is the sixth episode. Time is flying by. I remember doing this the first week, and I was very nervous, and now we're getting better at it, guys. And today, I am joined by a very special, I say very special guest every week, but every guest is special, but we have got, guys, today, a finalist from the great british bake-off a tv presenter and okay get this ready and he's a doctor a doctor so tomorrow i would like to welcome you to bake Off undress hi that was was strong (laughs) i like the energy just
2: such a such a lovely intro i try
1: i try to be kind i try to be nice well thank you very much or dr ray bakes as you go by
2: Yes, that's, that's my handle. I didn't you know. actually
1: really, to be honest, I just didn't know your surname. So I, was just, I just thought you were like Dr. A. I was struggling with your name. So I just call you Dr. A. Bakes.
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I always think with that handle, it's like, I'm going to have an existential crisis if I ever stop baking. And then I'm like, can I be Dr. A. Bakes anymore? Probably not. Do like. you
1: think one day you'd ever change your name to be like, so when you're in the hospital, it's like, Dr. A. Bakes reporting for, reporting for duty in <laughs> yeah. our police officer. Dr. A. Bakes.
2: Doctor Ray just doing medicine now Dr. Ray that, just Yeah, it doesn't medicine. have the same
1: ring to it, does it? No. I'll just have to carry on baking. We'll just carry on baking. <laughs> yeah. And this was this was pastry week, so this was the uh, the sixth episode of the series nine. You were series five.
2: Yeah, god. Oh no no, hang on. Series, series six.
1: Series six. Oh, bad research. <laughs> Sorry. Wikipedia told me wrong. No kidding, it's my poor research. <laughs> so this it's been a uh, three years. Yes. Three years. Three years since you're on. I know. And how's it feel to be like this far removed from it but then still in it and kind of
2: it's weird like on one hand it feels like it hasn't been any time at all and then sometimes i think like oh god it's only been three years like it feels like a total lifetime ago but like now i think this series of bake-off and possibly the last ones are the first ones that i've actually been able to watch consistently and not i don't know feel like really really nervous watching them like you
1: feel their pains you're like I, uh, I can't watch it and now you're kind of removed enough from it that you can yeah enjoy it as a fan
2: it was just oh, it was too raw straight afterwards <laughs> like I watched a little bit of the series with uh, um, Candice and Selassie and Benjamina and um,
1: Casually, yeah. Well,
2: I I just caught like the old episode, but I was like, there's something about it I just couldn't watch it properly. Whereas like this series, I've been a lot more into. Although although they've all been very good series since. Yeah, okay. We
1: we won't slag off. We won't (laughs) slag off any series, but your series obviously the best. Uh, (laughs) And you guys can join the conversation if you want to tweet us. You can tweet me at toplessbakey. You can tweet Tamar, at Dr Ray Bakes and use hashtag Bakeoffundress because we love to hear your Bake Off opinions because we are opinionated, obviously because we made a podcast about it. But you are also opinionated. So we'd love to hear your opinions. And like I said, it was pastry week. So we're going to do a little recap for you because we love to recap what was going on. The first segment, samosas. Savory and sweet, which we thought was a slightly... Yeah, that was an interesting one. ...challenge.
2: I mean, I've never had a sweet samosa. But I was just, I was watching this thinking like, I'm really glad we didn't have samosas on my year. Because I think being lectured on how to make samosas by Paul Hollywood would be like, oh, come on, this is my national food. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got to do well on this one. It'd be too much pressure. It would, it would be a lot of pressure. And there was, we wow, I'm going to, I'm close here, to tears here, guys, to talk about Dan. But Dan had a shock of Are because you okay
2: cuz you looked a bit like, fragile. You yeah. gave
1: me like a gentle touch and a pat <laughs> when I found out that Dan went home earlier and um, you can hear the shakiness in my voice as <laughs> I I just tweeted him already being like Dan oh my god I'm so sorry you're gone. But sorry. Pull yourself together, Matt. Pull yourself yeah, yeah. together. You'll uh, get through this. And he threw his samosa dough. Is it is it a dough? Is it? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah it was, it's, it's a patriot yeah. What are you talking about, Matt? <laughs> he threw it through like a, a lasagna roller. Yeah, and developed too much gluten in it, which made it awfully. That that was his theory, and I was like, I mean, do you use when you're
2: making like bread dough? Do you use a mixer or do you do it by hand? Because oh, I, I use a mixer. Yeah, and it. I said, oh, do I like? So when I was doing the I was, show, I, was, I like, was like, oh god, I, I know, was, was like, no, I would only ever use my hands, or uh, you know, I'm an artisanal baker, blah blah blah. But like now, I'm just like, because I can't really be bothered to stand there for like mm. ten minutes kneading. Like I've got other stuff to do. Um but I've never managed to like over knead dough in the mix. I know that people say you can do that, but I was like, Prue said in the judging that it was all looking a bit, the pastry had a bit too much water. And I wonder if that was his mistake. He made it a bit. I love see
1: what I love about Dan is, is his thought process there was like, great. I'm going to roll it through a lasagna cutter. So it's extra thin. So that when it fries, Mm. it's really nice and crispy. So great thought process, poor execution. And then the second segment, which is the technical, which was, ooh, here we go. Every week I've got something difficult to pronounce. Puis de mort. I mean, that was beautiful. Was it? Yeah. Puis de de. I mean,
2: I, I can't actually remember how it was pronounced. So no, I You to, could be saying When anything.
1: I initially spelt it, I put put de mort. And then I realized de mort. De mort was like circle of, of love. So, yeah. amour. Oh, nice. Amour, yeah. yeah. Um, which were, it was a rough puff, rough puff base, shoe pastry, and then some pearl sugar, which we... Discussed how expensive it was <laughs> yeah. and that I should really not be cheap and I should buy some with creme pat. Yeah. That's like, I was, that was really on my street. I would love one of those. As
2: in to eat. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, love looked, to eat. it
1: did look delicious. The the one that Prue had looked really,
2: really delicious, but uh, we were saying the same thing, weren't we? Like, oh, damn it. Shoe pastry.
1: Like, well, Dan was mixing his and it looked like custard. Yeah. And it's just like shoes sewed so, it from a technical perspective literally just a few grams of eggs difference and it totally wrecks yeah. the batter
2: and i've always read like i guess shoe is probably the one that i make the least and maybe that's why i'm the least comfortable with it but yeah it's exactly as you say if you put in too much egg and every guide i've ever read says that if you put too much egg in it it's stuffed you've just and got to people were
1: opening the oven so the air was making deflate now my, me personally when i make shoe dough I don't know if I just stole this stuff. Or, oh, I definitely stole this from somebody online. But they free, you freeze the dough before you bake it, and oh. apparently, yeah, apparently, I found that really helps give it a really nice uniform shape. Interesting. Yes.
2: So what it just doesn't expand in yeah, random you know, areas. Yeah, because
1: now it like pops in some areas, and it's like a little bit yeah, it's sort of like yeah. odd shape. I can never get a uniform shape. Whereas freezing the dough for me and making sure I press out the air bubbles yeah. really helpful. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give that a try. You should. That's a it. top tip top tip from topless baker <laughs> topless tips as i like topless to call tips. them which i just made up on the spot and then the final one was a, a banquet bank why have i a banquet why have i called it a banquet <laughs> hey, pie? it's your podcast if you it's want like it to be a my, banquet my, my <laughs> poor typing here banquet pie
2: yeah full on it, it's one of those showstoppers that i'm like uh the standard of like what they're asking to just gone up and up
1: i like, see i was complaining to you because i didn't like the fact it was savory I think, yeah, I, I don't want salmon pate in a showstopper of my week six bake off. Do
2: you not think that like keeps it nice and varied that it's
1: not always sweet? I don't know. So like- I'm like so such a fiend for sugar. It's like yeah. get that venison out here <laughs> because that's a different skill and a knowledge of like curries and spices and meats and games, which is not what Bake Off is about.
2: Well, well, is it, is it not what Bake Off is about? Wolf? For
1: me, well, oh. is, is what about you? What would you have mean... done? Okay, so if it was you, you have your banquete. Oh, why am my I banquete pie. <laughs> if you were doing the banquet pie, what would you have done? Oh, what flavours? Oh God, what would I have done?
2: <laughs> See, now I'm just sort of tempered by what Raul did. Because that lamb curry that he did, he's Bengali as well. And I saw that lamb curry, I was like, oh, that's my mum's curry. And so when he said... <laughs> so it's like a family, like... That's you say? like it's a, a fan, traditional Bengali recipe. lamb curry that is like like a really standard Bengali thing, but it's like a classic recipe. So when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I think I probably would have gone for something Indian. If I was going to go for something Indian, I probably would have gone something Bengali. So yeah, maybe I would have tried to do something similar. Just but because a-
1: I'm interested in that kind of cuisine, I don't know anything about what, go- what goes into that.
2: So it's a pretty... It's like an lamb curry, but it's a pretty simple stew. So there's, like, onions in it. Um, and in terms of spices, it's turmeric, cumin's the really big one. Then you've got maybe a bit of cinnamon, um, a little bit of cardamom in, at the end and stuff.
1: But it's just... I love how you make that sound so basic, and literally that scares the <laughs> crap out of me. Even you describing those spices, I'm like, nah, it's just gonna <laughs> taste horrible. I'm not gonna be able to do it. Oh, it's
2: delicious. Okay. But yeah, so do you, you know, know what
1: you'd like? You'd like
2: French Bake Off because pre- French Bake Off
1: is all patisserie. Can you yeah. speak French though? No. So, so it, you just watch it with subtitles. I can, I can read the facial expressions. See, I do. I do well when they told me to do a Puy de mort. And yeah, yeah. But I, oh yeah, yeah, know that, know that one, <laughs> Puy de mor. That's fine. Standard. And then Star Baker, Briny. Yes. Which you were so excited about. I was so
2: happy about, because I, I really, really loved Bryony. Like in week one, I was like say to my boyfriend, I was like, oh, she's going to be in the final definitely. Because she made that thing, you know, that to make that weird selfie biscuit thing. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And hers was just beautiful. And I thought there's just something about her. She's, she just seems like really nice and really chilled out. She's one of those people that you just feel like, yeah, I would just, I would get on with you. I would get. Um, and she was just... Yeah, she's just really good, but she's not had a a great few weeks. So I thought, like, is this one of those Bake Off stories where, you know, she has a bit of a lull and then she comes back blazing, or is you know she just kind of kind of were you a
1: lull blazer or were you like a, were you blazing it the whole time or
2: i was definitely not blazing the whole time (laughs) i felt like i was hanging on for dear life like it really like it's a real endurance thing doing bake-off
1: training for it's like a marathon yeah
2: (laughs) yeah oh god it really is I, i remember so someone from the year before had written a blog and he'd said by like sort of week seven and eight you're like really the exhaustion's really set setting in by that point and i remember when we got to that bit just thinking like yeah i can completely see what you mean
1: like um because all you're thinking about probably 24 7 aside from obviously you've got a job saving people's lives is yeah. like okay i need to practice this week's bake i need to submit recipes like it's stressful yeah absolutely i mean it's just i've never worked that
2: efficiently in my life before <laughs> or since like so i was literally just go to work and then at work during my break i'd just be googling like cake and writing down notes (laughs) on my phone for like ideas for flavours and things like that and then I would come home and I'd do a timed bake for like four hours clean the kitchen and then just go to bed and go get up and go to work and do the same thing the next day so that was just yeah after and it must while.
1: be tough if something goes wrong like you spend that four hours practicing that recipe and it's like that tasted like crap yeah. like that recipe was terrible and now I've got to do it all over again it's just devastating like because <laughs> that is baking though
2: right yeah I mean it really is I was saying in fact I was texting one of my friends today actually because she's been trying to make croissants she's really really oh excited God, no. yeah so she's done a little course and she's thinking she's done a little course <laughs> she's done a little course uh, that cost quite a lot of money actually um, <laughs> a little and day, I was so. like just pay me 50 quid and I'll um <laughs> cheap
1: yeah. <laughs> there we go you can you can book you yeah. for a very I'll, cheap yeah, I'll, class. i'll
2: undercut anyone else. yeah
1: cordon bleu you're out of business but they,
2: they're tricky aren't they you know it took me a long time oh i still can't a, do a lot of rubbish versions to um learn how to make them but she was saying she was getting she showed me them and they're pretty good actually for a first attempt but she was getting really frustrated and like getting really irate about it i was saying like this is it's times like this that make me think people who think Making is a relaxing hobby. Are just ridiculous. Like they don't know.
1: I'm gonna. I'm booking you in for because I can't. I've tried to make them. They turned out like peddly little unrisen. It took me 24 hours and they were a disaster. Yeah. I think the butter was the secret. Mm. I shouldn't have used supermarket butter. I should have bought like proper French butter. My has uh, been a cheapskate.
2: You know what? It's fine. You you bake with what you got, <laughs> <laughs> and also when you're practicing, like that, that's one of the things I've learned since Bake Off. I spent so much money on ingredients practicing for Bake Off because oh. I was like, well, I have to I have to bake with the best because yeah. I have to use the best in the tent, so I have to know what it's like. And now I'm like. Absolutely not. Like if I'm recipe testing, I will use like the cheapest chocolate I can find, the cheapest butter <laughs> I can find. And then, you know, if I want to try out a later stage, I'll maybe use some like better quality ingredients. But like for a lot of home baking, I don't think people need to be no. spending a lot of money on ingredients. It's
1: an a very expensive hobby. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Very expensive. And then <sighs> we'll, we'll brush it quickly. But Dan, Dan got kicked <laughs> off the show, Dan did get which kicked I was, off. I was, oh, I don't know. I had a feeling he was going to maybe hang on i had a mm. feeling he was gonna hang on but he didn't i just don't think you should have spray painted his
2: no play street why would you spray paint yeah play street? i mean we were sat there watching it and just thinking because all the others were sort of decorating by that point and, you know, <laughs> he was all just, like, <laughs> looking pretty good i was like oh yeah no. he basically just graffitied his pie at the yeah. end and i was like oh come on like that's i not i would have done exactly the same in that situation <laughs> but i was like that's not going to cut it compared to the standard of everyone else's yeah. it was a nice idea the, did yeah. the flavors sounded really good but um, yeah, it wasn't Dan's week, was it?
1: It wasn't. And I thought it, he's had that a couple of times where he struggled initially, but then absolutely pulled out of the bag. And then he was a bit blase. He looked a bit tired. He was a bit blase because yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, it's 40 minutes left and uh, still put my scales on and... Yeah, cost him. Yeah, it's a shame. But then maybe it means he can come on this podcast soon, which is even better. Maybe so, he will be free now. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's free. We'll have to we'll have to contact someone someone important that can get him on.
2: When he was uh, standing, like sort of with tears in his eyes and looking out into the rain like I think some people watch that and think like oh he's being a bit dramatic I was like oh no Dan I know exactly how you feel exactly I had a bad week when we were doing it and I remember coming home and talking to my sister on the phone I was like I think I just need to clear my head and I went for a walk in the rain on my own for like half an hour because like I've shamed Bake Off Legacy by not not doing well enough on that challenge you really take it to heart see? i
1: bet you do because of that especially because you mentioned the time and the effort and the money that you've put in and the practice and you're mm. like going in you know you're going to do xyz and then for it all to to go wrong yeah and did you do well in pastry week no pastry,
2: it was an absolute disaster. So, yeah, that was the memories coming back. So, um, yeah, what did we we had to do? Uh, French tart, and oh. which was fine actually. That went really well. But my we had to do Volavance for the showstopper. Oh yes, which is which I thought would be fine because I was like, you know, I can do you know pretty good puff pastry, and it all went fine when I was practicing at home. But it's just timings, and like when you lose a bit of time at the beginning, it can really like just wreck the whole thing for you, which is like kind of what I think happened to Dan on some of these challenges. But yeah, mine were just an absolute disaster. And me and um Tanadi had a disaster that week as well. And we got the car home together and the two of us were just sat there for the whole time being like oh you know we don't deserve to be on this show <laughs> it should have been us that went home and blah blah just basically like wallowing in self-pity for three hours on this drive like the poor driver having to listen to this rant from both and us. then
1: brilliant that you guys both gone to smash it and make it to the final so you, you know oh, yeah. you never know exactly and you never, you know. never know who's gonna get there <laughs> The first thing we talk about on this, on this show, we call it a show, uh, is our icing on the cake and our soggy bottom moment. So this, your icing on cake, is your favourite moment from today's episode, and your soggy bottom is your not-so-favourite moment. Okay. Something you didn't enjoy, maybe it was a technique or a comment that someone said, or a, the recipe they selected. So what, what was your top moment, your icing on the cake? So my icing on the cake... It would have to be
2: Bryony related because I was just so happy for her to get Star Baker. So I think it may have been her speaking on the phone too. I think it was a partner at the end and just that look of joy in her face and that look of relief as well that, you know, finally she's made it as Star Baker. Um, but also. I think just looking at that showstopper, I thought it, I thought
1: that looked absolutely amazing. I thought it was so inventive what she's See, done. I didn't. Crish. I didn't. I thought Ruby's was way more impressive than hers. Mm. Hers is a bit charred around the edge. Like okay, I appreciate she did a little croquet game on top, but I don't know. Ruby's thought, was beautiful as well. I, have to I say thought Ruby Manon's great as well was traceable. like very pretty yes i thought hers was like very delicate and uh, the oct- she did the octopus oh yeah the octopus as well I was, I i'm good. i was just about to say yeah. pussy the octopus but it definitely wasn't called <laughs> wasn't pussy wasn't the octopus." Called i no. think it had another name <laughs> maybe we're getting around that let's let's move on very, very but you you were star baker once right i was yeah you were, and who did you call uh, Did you make I, multiple phone calls?
2: I made two phone calls. So I called my mum and dad first, and then my sister. Um, and my mum and dad both picked up the phone on separate phones, <laughs> and then started arguing. And I, so they were like, "You put down the phone. No, you put it down." Um, and like, I was trying to shout over them. was like, guys, guys, we're being filmed. Like, this is on camera. <laughs> stop, stop. And like, yeah, the cameraman was just in tears, like filming all of this. Um, but yeah, I remember
1: like- But once they got over that, they were emotional they were, and proud.
2: Yeah, they were very emotional. And My did mom you screamed. cry? I don't think I cried. No, I didn't cry until the final. And- I used to take the mickey out of um, Ian and Nadia because they were constantly crying. The two of them, any time anything went wrong or went, went particularly well, they would cry. Um, and it was kind of like a running joke. Whereas I, like, I'm not exactly known for my like rugged manliness, but <laughs> I somehow managed to not cry. You were the stable. Whole, yeah. For the whole series until the final where I just blubbing like a baby. Yeah.
1: But then all your family there, your friends, yeah. like there's this, there's a bigger... It feels bigger. Oh god, the yeah, absolutely. Is bigger. Just
2: it was just I cannot describe. it. It's just the most joyful day, like because it it really feels like you've been through this experience, but it feels very isolated and claustrophobic because it's just been this select you know number of crew and bakers, and then suddenly seeing all your family there and all the other bakers' families there, it just. It was just really lovely. And then the sun came out. It was just this really joyful moment. Yeah, I'll never forget it.
1: How long are they all... So when you're finishing your showstoppers, are they just arriving? Or have you finished... Pre- you've mm. presented your showstoppers and then there's like an hour they all arrive and then they present so the we were still
2: baking our showstoppers as they were all arriving oh so, so you're can- like
1: oh my god I need to finish the cake but my mum's over there I need to wave at her yeah, Oh absolutely
2: so you can sort of see like people gradually start to arrive but they're kind of sort of kept far away they're from the tent. you can see people are there um, yeah so then that just sort of like adds to kind of the excitement of it all oh, that-
1: Add to the pressure, yeah. and then did you have a your soggy bottom moment? So your least favourite moment of the show. I I've got mine. I'm like ready to roll. Mine. Okay. I wonder but if we're gonna have the same one because should we say it on? Should we say it okay. on three? So one, two, three. John egg? downing the eggs. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> it was. It wasn't even one egg white. It was like four. Yeah, and he just. Gulps it down like a milkshake. It was the gulping, wasn't it? It was the multiple gulps. Oh, that protein! No, no, I don't even care. Just have a protein shake. Don't down the eggs.
2: I was trying to rationalize it in my mind to be like, it's just egg white, you know. And I've I've had like cocktails with raw egg white in them, you know, and they're very delicious. But it's just seeing him just
1: down that raw egg white. I feel I didn't check Twitter, but I feel like it would have been a blaze. He didn't even flinch, though. It was it was like something he did on a like a daily basis like oh yeah my kale and <laughs> carrot smoothie followed by four egg whites i mean perhaps he does maybe it's you I mean, know he doesn't look like the kind of gent that is maybe you know heavy into the gym and then downing egg whites you know he looks more of like a a pint and a pie <laughs> kind of guy so the egg white thing felt a little bit off brand a bit much maybe yeah. he
2: used to be you know a gym bunny and <laughs> it, was, it was from his days back to old days yeah old he was days. like oh yeah the good old days when i just down smeg whites now one lads. question
1: i have uh, lingering on my lips lingering on my lips that's a weird <laughs> thing to say and that i think probably most people ask you when maybe when maybe they see you, is what what have you been doing since bake-off you know yeah. where? Where have you been? What have you been <laughs> doing? So,
2: um, so I'm still a doctor. Um, I'm an anaesthetist, and I just moved back to London, to start a new job. Um, but I'm also doing other stuff. So I've done some telly with Channel Four, and just presented my first series, or co-presented uh, with Kate Quilton. So You're living it was a- well for longer. Yeah, live well for longer. Live it's well on, for longer on oh, Channel God, Four because yeah, people. Long. Whenever I told people. That I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be back on the telly. And they're like, oh, what are you going to be baking? I was like, oh, nothing actually. Well, it's
1: really interesting that you've been able to kind of transition, not transition your brand, but combine your passions of, you know, like the NHS, mm. being a doctor, baking, health, like all into one. Like you haven't pigeonholed yourself as a, as a baker. Yeah, I mean, it's just,
2: yeah, I've been very, very lucky and I've been really grateful for it because I think... I mean, just going, the fact that Bake Off happened was just like kind of this random thing. Like I definitely never (laughs) thought that, oh, I'll make some cakes and like one day I'll be on television because of it and then I'll be present a show. Like, (laughs) it's just not the thought process that anyone really goes through. But um, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty amazing. It was quite a steep learning curve.
1: I bet, like, yeah, what's it like moving from being kind of like a contestant? It doesn't really matter how you behave to being like, right, here you go, this is your job. It's just like suddenly when
2: a camera is on you, in Bake Off it didn't, it didn't make you nervous at all because you're just kind of chatting the whole time. There's mm-hmm. no performance or anything like that. But just like delivering lines to camera found really difficult at first. I couldn't I couldn't remember more than one sentence at a time and I was really struggling. <laughs> and and then I was kind of like I had this realization, I was like, okay, it's really not that hard. Like, as in remembering four sentences at a time is not that bad. People remember whole plays at a time. I can do this. So yeah, that got easier. But yeah, it's kind of been it's been amazing, actually, to be able to do it. I really, really enjoyed it. Hoping to do much more. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see more. <laughs> so that's a serious skill, a skill to have. I was watching the one about, about the alcohol and giving up alcohol. And I oh, thought, yeah. That was tough for some of those those ladies that had to... Yeah, to I mean, it, it was, up. but then they all, pretty much they all did it and
2: then basically all went back to drinking. So, well, a lot <laughs> so later, did. I was like, oh, I feel like there was more of a learning
1: experience Cause, Yeah, because some of them were like, yeah, this is great, I feel amazing. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. And how do you balance being a doctor, a TV presenter, you write recipes for The Guardian. Yeah, so I write
2: in the Saturday paper, yeah.
1: It's like, is there anything you don't, you know, do you have any (laughs) spare time? How how do you balance that? So, uh, I get asked this quite a lot by
2: doctors who have like other interests outside of um, medicine. Actually, Salio, who just, who won MasterChef last year, happened to be a doctor treating my dad uh, when he was in hospital and she'd just done MasterChef. She was like, oh, can I ask you, you know, uh, You know, how how do you balance the time? And like, to be honest, I haven't got any special secrets, but I'm now part-time and that has been like the most... Like, amazing thing when I did bake off, I was full time and it was an absolute nightmare. Like, trying to balance work and also the practice, but yeah, being part time has been pretty amazing. But I guess, it, I mean, it's still, I'm busy, it's still pretty disorientating switching between.
1: And do you like night shifts or is it like a yeah, I oh, still do night
2: shifts? Um, so they're giving you any special treatment then. No, 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 to be honest, I don't actually mind working night shifts. So when you're actually there, they're actually are quite. Fun shifts to work because you can kind of get on and do your work, and-,
1: and you bring baked goods in. No, so <laughs> oh, I'm bad with this.
2: No baked goods. Well, I haven't, I haven't baked at all for any of my colleagues um, on my new job, and I'm generally a bit rubbish about bringing stuff in, just because. Well, some part of it is I'm just really busy, so a lot of the baking that I'm doing is kind of recipe testing at yeah. the moment, and I don't like. I often don't make a full thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah, making yeah. components of things. Um but also there's just a lot of pressure to like when people you know, people know you've been
1: in Bake Off. Exactly, and they're like, damn
2: good. Yeah, they want like they don't just want a cake. They want like a, a really cake. amazing cake. And also, I don't know if you find this like when you bake for people. When I used to bake for people before Bake Off, like I made a cake, people would be grateful for it, and they'd say something nice even if they didn't like it. <laughs> now they all sit there like Junior Paul Hollywoods, like picking it apart and commenting on the crumb and stuff. And I'm sort of sitting there and I'd be like, This is quite rude. Like,
1: like, like, I just made you this cake for free, and you're picking yeah, it apart. All right, yeah, Paul, calm down. Exactly. Yeah, just just eat the cake. And you were considered <laughs> a bit of a heartthrob for your yeah, season well, weren't you yeah apparently which is a you think, were the eye candy of the your your series
2: i mean it was amusing news to everyone who knew me but i was like oh yeah well, thank you this is this is nice attention
1: and do you have any thoughts on who may you know as a as a heartthrobber yourself is there any current heartthrobs of this season that you think may join you on that list so i would say of
2: the guys anthony very handsome yep. man That's uh, also my seemed, mind. yeah also seemed like a really lovely guy went too soon yeah i, I, I picked him for the final as well so you know it shows about my oh. predictive abilities but um also ruby for the girl she's beautiful yeah
1: um loving the glasses too
2: yeah they're a good look on her
1: very as a as a glasses wearer i love <laughs> yeah. I, i've never tried a thin frame though so maybe ruby will uh, will get me onto it Now, one of our other favourite segments that we actually this was good because we talked about it in our pre-show notes: mm-hmm. spoon, fork, knife. And you immediately knew what it was, which I loved. You were like, "Oh yeah, that's like snog, marry, kill, right?" Yeah. You knew immediately. No one's ever got that. I mean, I'm disappointed in in the others. Like, how has no one got that? You got that so quickly. I was like, "Yes, this is this is great." You, you've already got it in your Same mind. Same wavelength. Same yeah. wavelength. You you have the creativity. So we nominate one contestant every week that you would like to. Spoon, fork, or knife. So someone spoon... And every week we usually get Rahul as a spooner, so Mm -hmm. someone that you want to cuddle. So maybe just to change things up, we're not going to spoon Rahul this week. But is there someone that you think might want to have a little cuddle. So it deserves a cuddle that maybe, you know, needs a... I mean, it's got to be
2: Briony. She deserves that cuddle. And I was going to say, okay. uh, sort of coming into this, like, you know, if she had another bad week, I was like, oh, she's going to need, you know, that conciliatory cuddle. <laughs> but um, now no, it's a victorious cuddle, isn't it? Because she's, she's done it. And like, she needs that little boost of confidence to, to go the extra mile, doesn't she? And, she does. And, although it's all happened already, so, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm, uh, I've got a spoon, Dan. He's he needs a consolatory I mean, he, hug.
2: He really he really does. He, he does. He's yeah.
1: upset. He's he just didn't he didn't have his game face on this week. Really struggled and needs a spoon to, well, I would say pick up his confidence, but he's yeah. done. He's, he's, <laughs> there is no confidence to be picked up I mean, because he's not coming back.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's still alive. So so confidence will still be something that he needs just for life.
1: Just for it? life, yeah. okay. He gets that spoon. He'll, he'll get it. And then anyone you might want to fork. Seems <laughs> um, <laughs> <I think laughs> rude. Got a really good... <laughs> in it, it doesn't have to be in a bad way, you know. It's just a little bit more than a spoon. Okay. Um, I guess...
2: Mean Ruby because she's a beautiful woman. Isn't okay. She? Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know about that one. The forking is <laughs> makes me <laughs> makes me blush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you I'm I'm blushing right now. I'm like very I'm um, very hot. See, I think this week, um, I was although John down the egg whites is gonna fork John. Just I don't know. He just. <laughs> He just had this swagger about him this week. <laughs> he had this confidence and John, you're getting a fork from me, For buddy. That manly
2: For that, swagger. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that manliness. that <laughs> just had to get me going. And then anyone that you would knife from the show that you felt maybe, maybe it was, you didn't think Dan should go and someone that you think. Schnip oh. him. So, you know, Bake
2: Off is a family and we would never, one Bake Off person could never knife another Bake Off person. Yeah, you've got to take, you're going to abstain? Well, no, what I'll say, I won't, I won't knife a person, but what I will knife um, is Raul's lack of self-confidence. Okay. I think think it's time for that to go. I
1: like the unique take on the show. Yeah,
2: like, I think he, I totally get it, like, because, I don't know, you know, we haven't seen behind the scenes of this Bake Off lot, but I would imagine they're like, our Bake Off lot were and like everyone who goes on Bake Off is just the most self-deprecating bunch of people you'll ever meet like everyone thinks they're rubbish I feel like that's all
1: bakers yeah
2: basically yeah so but you know he's had a lot of success and I think you know a big part of him probably still doesn't believe it himself so I would say it's time for that part of him to, you know, get lost and for, like, confident role who believes himself to be And do you
1: kind of reach out? Even if you're three seasons removed or someone that was on the first, do you reach out to these guys or...? I
2: haven't loads, to be honest. Um, Kim Joy, I tweeted about her last week because she's another one of my faves. I think she's amazing. And I really... You know, when you see people on Bake Off who do something a little bit different? Yeah. And I think she has just got such amazing style. Like, I love her aesthetics. And, yeah, she's great at all of that. So, yeah, I've reached out to her a little bit. But, um, yeah, follow her on Instagram. She's got... I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what she does. I feel
1: like there should be like a giant bake-off reunion where they maybe bring together all those. I would love that. The excitement in your yeah. face right now. You're like you're like bouncing up and down as I mentioned no,
2: that. I, th- I, think, I was thinking about it this week. I was like, oh my God, we should totally do this. We should ha- have like a massive bake-off event, like maybe in London because I've moved here Because I've so moved to London now. <laughs> to, I don't
1: want to commute. <laughs> maybe I could get an invite just because I do host yeah, the unofficial absolutely. bake-off podcast. I mean, could absolutely. you hook me up?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it's not a real event yet, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's, you let's
1: make this happen great i've <laughs> just got my invite officially now i um moving on to my knife because I, I skipped my knife didn't i mm. i i obviously am not going to let n- dan go down still in, in the show in my mind but Manon, i think, mm. think she had to go this week i liked pussy the octopus i thought <laughs> it looks good we're just going with that now yeah. yeah we're going with pussy the octopus uh but uh, it leaked and then she struggled and did two other ones. And she, again, lacking confidence. I think she's had a few shaky weeks. Yeah. She just, she needs to go.
2: She seems very confident, though. So sort of competent, rather. Yeah. Like, do you not think she's one of those? Yeah, I mean, she's another. Basically, I've pipped all of them for the final. So, And that's an impossibility. So I need to start knocking some people off my list. But yeah, she's, I think she's got more steam in her. She's got
1: more steam <laughs> in her. Now, I did a, uh, well, I would say I Googled this, but you actually told me this earlier. And I heard a rumor from you that you were floated to be one of the new presenters when Great British Bake Off moved from yeah. BBC to Channel 4. And you mentioned it, and I said, don't say anything else. Don't, don't mention a web, <laughs> because we're going to talk about this in the podcast. So maybe tell us all, tell us everything. So I can't, I can't actually tell you everything, but it is, oh, it's true. Damn contracts.
2: <laughs> Um, it's true that like, yeah, my name, my name was floated. Um, so it was after replacing we... Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just gonna be my show. No, just, just me, not even 12 bakers, just me. Okay. No, no. Like um, yeah. Like, so, you know, they were looking, uh, you know, wide range, different people. And yeah, my name was in the running briefly, um, with Kate, who was my co-presenter on Live Well for Longer. Oh. Um, so yeah, I mean. I remember when i found out about it just thinking like i mean obviously honored but also like that is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard i don't
1: think it is ridiculous though
2: i said i would love to do it but i was like it's the biggest it's probably like one of the biggest presenting gigs on television that is true i was like yeah i mean i'd love the job but i'm also (laughs)
1: like
2: definitely not expecting it um but yeah it was nice to be to even have my name in the considered yeah, yeah would was, was and nice. was it was
1: an intense audition process or like relatively quick um,
2: i've i've got to keep tightly, okay, okay i'm afraid right. yeah i'm sorry i'm prodding
1: you i'm prodding <laughs> you too far that's that's totally fair it's enough, just wasn't?
2: it's it's you know it's it's top secret as all it's, things it's, are with bake off yeah is top
1: secret. I've, I've tried to break that secrecy many times but you guys all hold strong now this week was was week, as we discussed and um i'm going to set you a little challenge challenge I didn't tell you about beforehand so this is all fresh to you and you're looking slightly concerned I'm going to give you 30 seconds so I'm going to roughly look at the clock and try and give you 30 seconds and I read an article this week because it was pastry week and it was about the seven different types of pastry there are apparently seven categories of pastry okay when I looked at I was like oh gosh I don't know these so in the 30 seconds Can you, without looking at my laptop screen, I see you sneaking that. No, you saw nothing. (laughs) Can you name the seven different categories of pastry? So I'll give you a three, two, one, go. Okay. Short crust. Yes.
2: Puff. Yes. Rough puff. Yes. Hot water crust. Yes. Shoe. Yes. Filo. Yes. Uh, Oh my goodness. Just need one more. One more, one more. more. Uh, This is
1: an obscure one, I'll be honest. Oh, uh, oh my goodness!
2: I mean, I know another one called um, Kadif. It's like the nope, sort of no, filamentous one. No. Uh, don't know samosa pastry. Mm, is that a no. thing? No, creative, but no.
1: Uh, oh, I've done. Uh, come on, come Five, on. Four, seventh one three. Oh no, two. Oh no, we were, well, I'm getting okay. the signal. It's wrapped okay. up. <laughs> oh my! You actually read them in the order that really? I had them on my computer okay. too. Okay, that I'm is proud of that. freakish. Slash, <laughs> you did definitely look at the computer No, I didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> you can't actually see. it so the only other one which I wouldn't have got was flaky.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Which I don't actually, I'm not sure. I think whoever wrote the article made that. Up, yeah. Just to add a number.
2: I'd always just thought that was a type of rough puff or another word for a rough puff.
1: There not go. Realize, is it a different one? <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. So yeah. maybe we're not as experienced as that, that editor. But that was bloody brilliant. Yeah. That, have you made them all? Uh, okay. What have I made on here? Short cross, yes. Puff once and it puffed about as much as <laughs> nothing would ever puff. It was dreadful. Flaky, never heard of it, so we don't know. Rough puff, I think I tried once. Again, not not brilliant. I tried Michelle Rue oh, yeah. Jr.'s rough because he's got a very good book about pastry, mm. which... I really struggled to use. <laughs> uh, and I tried this rough puff and it didn't work. Shoe pastry, yes. Filo, no. I've tried... Did you have to do it in your episode? We
2: didn't. It was just something that I did on a weekend <sighs> once. It is such a faff. But they have had to do it on Bake Off. Yeah, I think, rolling it out. Like and a massive thing. thing. And I, I was watching that and just thinking, my God, like that is a real nightmare. And even my... The little bit of filo that I made, I was like, this is so tricky and fiddly. I will never do this again.
1: And then hot water crust. To be honest, I always hear it every year in Bake Off, but never, ever tried
2: it. I mean, it's, it's quite a good one, actually. I think I'd made it like once or twice before Bake Off, but then we had to do it for one of our bakes. Oh, really? Um and It's actually quite a good one because it's quite easy in a way is it quite easy to use as well you need to work quite quickly because once it starts getting cold it's quite difficult to work with but the actual making of it is really easy compared to I'm guessing it uses hot water yeah it does (laughs) (laughs) that
1: that would help because as I as I know I didn't know (laughs) now did you have anyone this week that you thought should have been Starbaker maybe instead of Brighton or was it you were were briny all the way i was briny all the way yeah yeah.
2: to be honest briny could have like burned the tent down and i still would have said no briny for starbaker
1: (laughs) give it to her do you think there should be an even dispersion of starbakers like do you think Raoul's had too many um i think as a viewer watching it it, it's frustrating
2: yeah it's a little bit it's not as interesting i think when someone's it's just the same person doing well or all the time but i mean i think this year they've there's lots of them who've been doing well all the time. If there's one clear person out in front who's always getting star baker, then that might get a bit boring. But um no, I think the judges have gotta they've gotta do what they deem fair. And to be honest, I usually agree with their opinion of stuff. Like definitely having been on the show and tr- got to try other people's things, like their criticism is pretty fair usually.
1: Because what I find interesting is it's not a compounded like you might get four star bakers but then totally yeah. burn out on the final and it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like, they don't take into account anything that you've done in the nine yeah. weeks up before that. I mean, they could
2: have some sort of convoluted
1: point system for, which know. I think I'd quite like, okay, but then maybe would have won by week six. Like Rahul was like cruising now because yeah, he's, yeah. he's got so many tens, but it keeps it interesting. I mean, it, cause you know, it doesn't matter. Like,
2: yeah, Raul could get his, you know, million handshakes in star baker 10 onto not- the
1: handshakes oh, you yeah. make a good point <laughs> yeah. how do you feel about the unbelievable rise in hollywood handshakes
2: in- i mean it's yeah it's there was that article wasn't there yep. by scott by who, was, scott, on who was on
1: last week and we talked about it as well on the podcast <laughs> yeah. if you haven't listened to that episode pff, what are you doing guys you should listen to that one with scott last week um and he did a whole investigation about the rise in Hollywood handshakes yeah. from series one to series nine.
2: And it's literally an
1: exponential rise. He's plotted the curve. Yes. And it was weird because he he tweeted at Scott being like, no, I haven't done that. He, he, was, <laughs> yeah. he got a bit upset at Scott and then came out and said that he basically wasn't going to do any more the rest of the series and dishes out Two <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ridiculous.
2: Did he not mean that he's not going to do any more in future series? That the the Hollywood handshake.
1: I think he said he realized mid series, this series, that he'd handed out too many, too many. and yeah. so he the head then stopped. But he obviously forgot about pastry. He can just psh, psh, dishing them out.
2: I mean, it's probably addictive, isn't it? Once you start shaking hands, and through basically
1: jumped on Rahul because his something was so good. She was like physically shaking him beyond a handshake
2: <laughs> i mean they just want to encourage him now don't they yeah well the handshakes i think um they've been a victim of their own success because i know paul hollywood said that like you know the sound of the bakers is getting better every year which i think is true to an extent because you know just based on what they're asked to do every year it just gets so complicated doesn't it last year i remember looking at some of the stuff they made and I was like, oh god like well some of the yeah. themes get very difficult yeah
1: yeah which are,
2: i are- mean we've got like eight series in so the. Is it eight?
1: Nine. Nine. Oh, God. Nine. So, you know, players... they're scra- they're, you know, they're really struggling now. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, what can- let's do it. Yeah. I'm looking at yellow wall, so I'm just going to say yellow theme, but <laughs> yeah. that's a terrible idea for a theme. I mean, who knows? And I... do you have someone you think's going to win? Although you did already say that your winner you picked is gone.
2: I think Raul will definitely be the favourite to win. I think often the favourite doesn't win on Bake Off, though the final often has a bit of surprise.
1: Were you the favourite?
2: No, not Well, okay. Our series it was the favourite. <laughs> right, she fucked the trend. Um, but usually, because like the series before us, Richard Burr was definitely the favourite. Oh, yeah. And Nancy won. Um, and, you know, series three, it was James who was the favourite and John Waite won. So it's often not the favourite who wins. But I, I think I'd be really surprised if Raul wasn't at least in the final. Yeah, I'm hoping Kim Joy will be there as well. And then maybe Bryony, but I'm not sure... She's had a good week this week. I'm not sure if she's done well overall enough to say that she would definitely be in the final. But yeah, I'd love to see those three in the final.
1: I would have said i would be in the final. Uh, not get this. over it. Not- no, <laughs> it's too fresh. The wound is too fresh. I we need at us. least 24 hours. <laughs> So thank you so much for joining us. Where can where can we find
2: you on the, the interweb? So I'm on the interweb at uh so my Twitter and Instagram handles are Dr. Ray Bakes. Um and I'm also I write um a column for the Guardian Feast magazine. I just saw your Panna Cotta. Oh, thank you. That yeah. looks a
1: very I liked your intro into the Panna Cotta being like it's a really gelatinous like cop out of a dessert but if it's done well it's a delicious creamy item
2: You, you I just see it as like I've had so many bad panna cottas in yeah. like
1: bad restaurants that, and you're like oh, you wrote God, that opening paragraph was succinct it. and I really enjoyed the description because it was a totally accurate thing about Pannacotta
2: what I actually wrote was really really long and then I had to cut it out because I was (laughs) like well one it won't fit in the actual column but also I'm basically just dissing this thing that I made this is a
1: terrible dessert but (laughs) I'm going to give you a risk god who would ever
2: eat this god morons
1: oh yeah eat mine it's good (laughs) it did the photography was was wonderful I, I wanted to dig into it oh
2: thank you yeah so I'm in the Guardian as well and hopefully you'll be back on your TV screen
1: soon well we will we will be looking at out for you and you know maybe if there's another baking spin-off shows we'll we'll look out for you there. but okay. thanks so much for joining us and you guys make sure you subscribe to pick off and dress because there's only four weeks of bake off left so you got to subscribe now because then you might miss the next four episodes and we don't want you to do that and leave us a review so we get some interesting reviews every week and it'd be helpful if we got five stars guys because <laughs> come on guys Look, there do we it. go do <laughs> it one star's not great two terrible three awful four not, still not that great yeah. but five that's, that's, that's what gold, pays the it. bills yeah. right five great. stars is what gets it going <laughs> so hope you guys enjoyed it you can follow me on my social media at Baker. if you type in topless you'll probably just find me and some other questionable things but just get straight to the baker and you get Topless Baker. and uh, don't forget to join in every week hashtag bake off undressed and we will see you guys next week for vegan week Ooh here we go this is going to be interesting hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you soon bye hold up